We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way that they work. We make bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we started doing virtual visits. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Rotowire DFS podcast sponsored by FanDuel. I'm your host, Joe Pizzapia, flying solo today. A little solo Joe action for you today on this Thursday, June 22nd. Let's get at it, shall we, kids? All right, so we got uh, basically two halves today, all right? If you're going to play the whole day slate with all these different lineups and the day games and the night games, you got a lot of day games today, Thursday getaway day, so if you want to Get in the action here in the afternoon. It's good. I think you want to separate them. This is not a slate. I think you want to play all day. It's going to be too much of a headache unless you are literally just at a computer screen all day checking lineups and able to do that. Then, okay, go for it. Otherwise, with this Thursday getaway day, let's separate the two. Okay, let's talk about the afternoon slate first from the pitching standpoint. Uh, you've got 1 o'clock game, Cardinals and Phillies. you got Carlos Martinez in there. Now, I understand Carlos Martinez, top of the board, 10,400. But in cash games, I feel really good about him. Look, the Phillies offense has been bad this year. Uh, Martinez has been excellent of late. Uh, yeah, it's a $10,000 salary. It's a double-digit one. I know sometimes that's tough to stomach, but if you look at the last couple games, the strikeout totals have been there. The last five games, he struck out eight or more guys. He's going six innings plus every start. That's what you want. He's been a lockdown quality start pretty much, and I think he's going to be another lockdown today. Uh, plus, he's got Aaron Nola, who's been incredibly inconsistent this year. So that's a really good matchup for Martinez. Uh, I know it's chalk. Uh, whatever. That's fine. Dust me in the chalk. I'm going to look like Casper the Friendly Ghost today. That's how much I like Carlos Martinez. Jose Quintana, another one here to discuss because Quintana has been better of late. He's starting to turn things around this one. He's got a matchup today against the Minnesota Twins in Minnesota against uh, Mr. Turley, which is certainly a favorable matchup. Now, if you're going to look for a pitcher, maybe in tournament play that you can get away with, 8,400, I think that's a responsible one for Quintana. Is it a lockdown? No, absolutely not. I know there's a lot of people who are also going to like Nova and Anderson, trying to choose between those two. Both have pitched very well this year. I give the slight edge to Anderson in this matchup here against the Pirates because he's at home. But he's $9,200. And I'll tell you what, even in that ballpark where everything can go crazy, it's something to think about. I don't think Chase Anderson is a lockdown today either. He does have five straight quality starts. He has been great. He's worth the $9,200 investment. 
But I'll tell you this much. If you still want the cash game, I'm still going up to the top of the board just to take out any guesswork. I will spend the extra $1,000 on Carlos Martinez. Now, here's the only pivot to that if you want. If you do want to get heavily involved in that Colorado game today with the Diamondbacks, which I'm sure many of you do, then that's a situation where, yeah, you can go down to Anderson and probably need to and should in all cash games. And I'll tell you what, you might even possibly be able to get away with it with Quintana as well because of his price today. And that's something you've got to weigh. You've got to weigh, where do you want to go? Do you want to go Brewer stack against Nova? I don't know. I know they're at home. It's a good ballpark for them. But Nova's been very good this year. A lot of offense is going to come from Colorado and Arizona today. you got Senzatella and Godley out there. And it's a day game in Colorado, which is always one that you got to keep in mind. So when you're looking at that, although David Polino is going against the athletics there, I don't know how excited we can really get about the likes of the under Alonzos and guys like that right now. Alonzo's been terrific. But when you want to talk about right now stacking offense in cash game scenarios, it's going to come heavily from those guys. And I'll tell you what. Uh, I would certainly favor the Arizona side today. It's it's a feeling that I have. It's a gut feeling that I believe the Arizona side is the one you want to go to in terms of stacking up uh, those batters in there. So let's go to the night slate too. And again, we're just going to separate these right now in terms of pitchers we like, pitchers we want to target, uh, and stacks and things like that. And then we'll get into some of the individual buys and individual players. Uh, clearly, Luis Severino, another one who's been terrific. 9,800 cash game lock. Very, very popular ownership tonight, but that's okay. It doesn't make it wrong. Uh, it's certainly a guy that you can believe in, especially with the Angels still without Mike Trout. And Severino at home in front of the home crowd is always going to be a good win anyway. Uh, Jake Arrieta against Miami and lock. That's another one you can stomach as well. Uh, then you're going to have some offense here. You're going to have Matt Kane pitching in Atlanta. If you can get some of those cheap Braves bats in there, I think that would be a wise thing to do. Some uh, some guys like Dansby Swanson will be floating around cheaper. <clears throat> some of the other guys like Matt Adams as well with first base you can always get away with. Daniel Norris at Seattle. Now here's the thing to keep in mind about Daniel Norris too. Norris has been kind of sneaky good lately. And I say that because basically he had been a five-inning pitcher most of the year. And as you continue to go down the road here with Daniel Norris into the season, at 7,500, if you look through his last bit of work there, he's going against Andrew Moore making his first start. But the last couple starts, look, four out of the last five have been uh, six innings. He's getting the strikeouts, seven, six, and eight in the last three. Uh, the wins are cropping up. The quality starts are cropping up. I know when you look at the overall numbers on Daniel Norris, the 4.42 ERA is still kind of, I don't know how I feel about that, but... You have to keep in mind, right now, he's going against a pitcher and more who's probably going to be limited, which means he's going to be gone by the fifth inning, even if he's pitching well. Uh, he's in Seattle, which is a favorable ballpark, and he's a pitcher who has been being better of late, and I think that's the kind of thing you got to keep in mind, too, when you're trying to ride these streaks. Then you got the night game, the last one over on the West Coast uh, between Ryu and the Dodgers, and Steven Matz, and the Mets. Now, Matz is not a guy I can get behind. I'm just not buying the strikeout rate total being enough. And Ryu is another one you can't really trust. So, in terms of the pitchers in play in the night slate, I like Daniel Norris in the tournament plays. Arietta Severino in cash games. As far as the, is there the one that you can go off the beaten path with? If you want to go off the beaten path, it's a big risk. But it would be the risk of Wade Miley because Clevenger is back up uh, making that start today. And I don't necessarily buy into Clevenger and his ability to pitch well in that ballpark in Baltimore. Whereas Miley, 
up and down. You have to understand Miley is one of these dart throw guys. He's going to go seven innings and be great, or he could go five innings and be pretty mediocre, and that's being kind. So you have to keep that in mind when you're talking about those guys. And Daniel Norris is the other guy in terms of tournament play tonight. And just to recap for you, in the day slate, uh, we definitely like Chase Anderson, definitely like Jose Quintana, definitely like Carlos Martinez. So those are your pitchers for Thursday that we are going through. On to the catchers right now as we continue on through this Thursday slate here of Major League Baseball games for DFS. Uh, what we've got here is usual suspects. Top of the board, obviously, you've got your Gary Sanchez. You've got uh, at 4000 which is a big salary for him. I don't care what the matchup is. That's a big salary, 4000 uh, Now, more doable because Colorado and Arizona, barring weather implications, is going to be in the day slate. So you can justify some Yankee love today. You can justify the judge and the Sanchez and some of those big-time boppers in that lineup. But I'm going to give you one name in each of the night and the day game slate that I think will be useful for you guys. Uh, the first one that I want to give you is obviously we know uh, last night uh, we had Walters playing, which means that Murphy's going to be in play tonight in Colorado this afternoon. Uh, and the other guy to keep in mind is James McCann coming off a uh, home run last night. If he's in the lineup tonight, I like that matchup as well for 2200 That's a, a reasonable, respectable, responsible punt play at catcher at 22. Same thing over there. Uh, with uh, Mr. Murphy as well when you're talking about guys who can contribute at 2,800. Murphy's one of those kind of guys because although he did get in that bat, he's not catching yesterday. So that's that's the thing you want to keep in mind. You want to get a lot of those day game after night game catchers will be in play today in that day slate. That will allow you to go up and responsibly own either Anderson or Carlos Martinez. On to first base. Top of the board here, first base, Paul Goldschmidt, 5,400. I love Paul Goldschmidt. It's too much. I, I can't quite get there. I, I get it. It's brilliant. He's brilliant. Can't get there. 54 is a little too rich for me considering what I have to pay, especially in cash games, to get the other guys I want. Uh, as far as the rest of the guys go in this grouping, Matt Carpenter at 42, 4,800 for Rizzo, Cody Bellinger at 41. Now, Bellinger does have a matchup against Matt's today, and there will be some folks who shy away from that because of the lefty-lefty, but the way Bellinger has been swinging the bat, and the inability of, I would say, Stephen Matz, in my opinion, to really, you know, I don't think Stephen Matz is going out there throwing eight plus innings here. You know, I, I think Matz is going to be a six inning pitcher still for the most part here. And with the way Cody Bellinger's been swinging the bat, I can't say that's a bad play, especially with the lefty lefty in play, as long as he's in the lineup, obviously. But there are plenty of other options here. Miguel Cabrera is an option at 3,700, pitching, playing much better. Uh, of late, that's a guy you could certainly get in there. Eric Thames in the day slate today at 3,500 is another one that I really like. Uh, although he's hit very well against lefties, he's hit righties too this year. And now that he's healthy again, he had that weird patch there in the middle where it was you know a little touch and go. The problem with Thames is he's more of a tournament play. I can't get behind him in the cash game, even though the the price is nice. Because he is a guy that will put up 30 or 0. And those are the kind of guys you got to be very aware of. But I want to talk about Trey Mancini tonight, too. Because Mancini's another one <clears throat> against Clevenger. Yeah, it's righty on righty. Don't care. Uh, 3,300. Mancini's been terrific lately. Uh, he's hitting about you know 330 or so over his last two weeks. He's really blossomed, especially now that Chris Davis has been out. That's a guy that you can know is going to be in the lineup every single day. Kenny's Vargas... 
has a good matchup here at 3100 in the day slate. Again, you got to check about these weather situations as we get closer to game time. But Vargas is another guy in tournaments for 3100. I could certainly get behind with the power numbers. And I did mention Yonder Alonso, and I'll tell you this much. Against Polino today, that $3,000 salary is absolutely in play. I mean, I don't understand how he could possibly be this low-priced as how good he has been. Uh, but for $3,000, i am certainly willing to go there as well. you got Matt Davidson at 31 Lots of other options. And this is especially the reason why you don't want to necessarily go for some of those top first basemen. And this is why Goldschmidt's probably a bad idea as well. Lucas Duda at 2900 also a bad idea. He's basically a trap there at first base. So although he's played better, not the way you want to go in this one. All right, let's go over to the other side of the infield, over to third base here. Top of the board at third base. Nolan Arenado at 5K. Arenado, I could certainly get behind Arenado at 5K today. Uh, Jake Lamb at 45. Now, this is the difference between the first base and third base is the third base is just way more top-heavy. First base, there's so many more options, especially today in the matchups you've got out there, whereas third base, I don't want to say you're limited, but you're slightly limited. Okay, there, I said it. Uh, Lamb at 4,500. in terms of salary and return on investment, he's got the lefty-righty matchup, and we know how much Jake Lamb absolutely crushes right-handed pitching, so Lamb is certainly in play today. Uh, Jose Ramirez at 44, I think I would shy away from him. Uh, Miguel Sano, we know the outcomes of Miguel Sano, but the outcomes are usually good. I'll tell you this much, I think uh, even in terms of salary, the last two games have been hot. He's got a home run the last two games. If you are not buying Quintana and you would not have no shares of him as a pitcher today, then Sano is certainly a way if you want to target him. You can go with Sano and Kenny Vargas, and that's a nice kind of corners there. You could probably get both of them for around 7K, and that makes a nice little corner with some pop right there for you if you want to go target Quintana. And Quintana has given up some home runs this year, and Quintana has had some bad outings, so there's certainly reason enough to do that. I'm buying into the Quintana rebound if you are not. I can understand where you're coming from, and if you're going to target him on the flip side, that's the smart way to do it. If you're going to go against me, at least be responsible. That's all that I ask. Chris Bryant at 3,800. Now, let's talk about Bryant for a second, because here's a guy against Jeff Locke today, all right? Bryant's been a little quiet. He hasn't been a little less Chris Bryant-like, but I'll tell you what, right now, 3,800 in a tournament, I'm loving the Chris Bryant salary, because that's a guy who should be well over 4K most of the time, and he's got a good lefty-righty matchup. Yeah, I understand it's not at home where you'd like him to be, but right now I think he's underpriced, undervalued, and underappreciated. Same could be said of Travis Shaw at 36. If you're still not happy with Bryant's production of late, Travis Shaw certainly could be that guy. Now, Ivan Nova doesn't walk a lot of guys, and this is why I'm kind of staying away from most of the Brewers today. I mentioned Thames earlier being kind of one that is really a dart throw tournament play all or nothing guy. I think the same as Shaw because you want those guys that will walk guys against the Brewers because the home run happy Brewers will all of a sudden have some big days and some big numbers. But a guy like Nova who limits the walks, that's going to limit the opportunities. So, yeah, you get some solo home runs maybe, but... Overall, I think Nova does a really good job of limiting the base runners, and that's not a good thing from a DFS standpoint because we want guys on base. We want points. Even if they're small points, you want as many as you can. That's the difference between making a pay line and missing a pay line. As you can continue to go down the road, you know, the guys do not get better here at third base. That's kind of the problem. Now, the one that we always do like uh, in terms of salary against left-handed pitching, we love Wilmer Flores. 
Death taxes and Wilmer Flores against left-handed pitching at 2,800. That's a great play today, especially if you want to pay up in the night slate and get yourself a Luis Severino. Outside of him, really tough to justify the rest of these guys. So that's why I said third base, you're going to have to pay for. First base continues to be a place where we could save money. Let's talk a little middle infield here. Let's start with the second base situation here. Jose Altuve, 4K. I think a reasonable 4K too uh, when you consider it. Uh, I know it's Jesse Hahn who's you know, pretty decent enough pitcher today, but uh, doesn't scare me at all. Rugnet Odor, 3,600, continues to be a guy that I think you're looking for more of the all-or-nothing kind of play with Odor. I'm not really buying the floor of him against Marcus Stroman, especially. And I think that's a little bit tougher matchup for him. But there is a guy I do want to talk about in the middle, and that's Jonathan Scope. Jonathan Scope does have power. 3,700, he's got Clevenger today. He's got 14 home runs and 43 RBIs, and he has been very good of late over his last five games. He's got three home runs. He's driving in runs. Now, he's not walking, which is something I do like, but he's putting the bat to the ball. He's got multi-hit games in three of his last five, and that's a positive. Jonathan Scope, to me, at 37 is a strong return on investment. If Brennan Drury is in the lineup at 3,500 in Colorado today, that's another one you could justify. Brian Dozier also slaying all the way down to 3,300. If you want to go Twins today, if you want to do multiple lineups, and you do want to target Quintana, throw Dozier into that grouping too. Dozier, Snell, Vargas, those are the three to go. Uh, look, I, I, again, I, I still like Quintana. We'll see who's right or wrong here, but certainly it looks like maybe you want to hedge your bets. If you do a multiple lineups, there's nothing wrong with that too. If you're playing tournaments and you want to go out there and do a Minnesota stack in one and then have a Quintana lineup with, let's say, some of the guys from Colorado and Arizona, there's nothing wrong with that and entering that in the same tournament. Don't think that you got to just be you know, the slightly different. You could be completely different. It's all right to do that. In fact, sometimes the strange is what separates you. Uh, I will fade away from Cano at 32, although the price is really good. I'm not loving him against Norris today, uh, against that lefty-lefty matchup. I know Cano's salary, as well as Dozier's, has been down of late, but I can't quite get there on this slate. Hey, that rhymes. I should do like a Dr. Seuss podcast one day. Over to shortstop, Carlos Correa, top of the board, 42. Corey Seager, 4K. Uh, Now, the thing to keep in Seager, yes, I know Seager's a tremendous talent. He's not hit lefties well this year. He's a trap against Matt, so I do not want any shares of him at all today. Uh, Trevor Story, same thing with Story. Tournament play only. You're looking for that home run. If you can get it, great. If not, he's pretty much a big fat zero, so I prefer to go another spot. And I'll tell you, the spot I will go, even though, again, I said I like Norris, I think Gene Segura is the kind of bat that you can still even have Norris in your roster and Segura and still get points and still get what you want to do because at 3,500 at shortstop, it's a guy that offers you speed, has a little pop. Since he come off the DL, he's played very well. And he's a guy that has a good floor. He's a guy that's not going to throw up a goose egg for you. He's going to get you six, nine points. And that consistency is a big, big deal in my world. Over to the Yankee game, too. Didi Gregorius uh, has the lefty-righty matchup against Chavez. I like this one, too, for 3,100. He's got two home runs in his last three games, including one last night. So I think Didi very much in play. In fact, I would easily call him my favorite of all the shortstops today in terms of return on investment. And as I mentioned earlier, Dansby Swanson, 29, against Matt Cain, as long as the weather holds up. That's another one you can throw into that list in that group. All right, baseball is clearly here. 
So don't get stranded out on first base without a Rotowire subscription and don't miss out on this great offer. Make your first investment into FanDuel today and you will get a free Rotowire subscription. That's right, a free Rotowire subscription for six months. Go to fanduel.com slash Rotowire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible and users may only establish one account on FanDuel. That's fanduel.com slash Rotowire. On to the outfield, boys and girls. Let's look at this board because it be some high-priced guys over there in Colorado. You got the Charlie Blackman at 48, but all of a sudden you look at David Peralta's the next highest guy there at 43. That's kind of surprising. Now I like David Peralta at 43. I don't think that's enough for me to get excited about him. I'll tell you what, between Blackman at 48 and Judge at 48, if I'm gonna go all the way to the top. I lean towards Aaron Judge today, like Aaron Judge at home in the ballpark. I love you, Charlie Blackman. I know you're a leadoff guy. But right now, I'm looking at Aaron Judge. He's the one that I'm looking for. George Springer at 44. I think the better investment over Peralta at 43 today. As you continue to go down this board, uh, Ozuna, I don't think in play today. I know he's been terrific, but against Arietta, I do not like that matchup whatsoever. J.D. Martinez at 39, however, I do. Martinez is a guy that we've talked about on this podcast ad nauseum. He's got Andrew Moore up there making his first start of the year. That's not a good thing. In fact, you might want some more Tiger exposure. You might want Martinez, Optin, Cabrera. Those are some of the guys on this list that you could certainly justify. Uh, Conforto's another one with the lefty-lefty. I'm still a little sketch there with Ryu, so I would kind of stay away from him. As you continue to go down this board here uh, in terms of outfield, you got to go down a little bit further. As much as I love Mabin at 36, I don't like him against Severino tonight. Yes, I know I've been recommending him every day, but this is daily fantasy and days change. Moods change, pitchers change. And right now, Mayburn against Severino is not the way I want to go. Upton at 35, I do. I like Upton quite a bit. Uh, I'm fading away from Trumbo. He's ice cold right now. You want a hot Mark Trumbo, not the cold one right now. And that's that's always going to be the issue. As you continue to go down the board looking for some value, over here. And that's what we need. We need some value. If Aaron Hicks is in the lineup and healthy, that's another one you can go to. I know Aaron Hicks has been dealing with uh, some of those issues. A couple, you know, the Achilles and a couple other things have been banging him up lately. But uh, Aaron Hicks healthy in this game. I want Aaron Hicks in there. Luckily, he's been back the last couple days walking as usual. And that's the thing about Hicks. He's taking those walks. He's got four walks in his last five games. He's getting on base. That's what you want. The OBP is high. The rest will follow. And I'll tell you what, Aaron Hicks needs to keep hitting because with Ellsbury on his heels starting to come back, he could get squeezed. Now, I know you're saying that's not fair, but life isn't fair. And you know what? They're paying Ellsbury a lot of money. So until that changes, he might very well be in that same spot where he might have to continue to perform in order to keep at-bats coming his way. Bradley Zimmer against Wade Miley, also a no. The lefty-lefty I'm not thrilled with. I know you're going to see the salary. You're going to want it. I'm going to say no to that one. Now, if you are looking for a strict platoon play, if Seth Smith is in the lineup versus Mike Clevenger, Smith does hit right-handed pitching very well. Uh, I think he's more of a, look, a lineup builder. You're not looking for Seth Smith to really carry you at all, but the numbers bear it out. The whole matchup is solid. And I think that's a, something you can get behind in terms of either tournament or cash game if you need to save salary somewhere. Smith is a responsible guy at 3100 You don't want to just grab these guys at three k or 2800 that are going to be lineup just killers. All right, You can't just do that. Even if it's a name guy, you can't do it. You got to put your best foot forward even when you're doing that. But I will tell you this. 
The last guy I'm going to give you today, a 2700, who I do like a lot. I love the lefty-righty matchup. I think he plays in tournaments. I think he plays in cash games. I think he plays all the way around. And that's the red-hot Yasio Puig at 2700 He might be the best value today on the board. So he's a guy coming off a home run last night, three RBIs. He's walking a ton. Another one, four walks in his last five games. Get that OBP up. Get on base. Score us points. Make things happen. You make things happen today as well. You can follow me on Twitter at JoePizzaPia17. And for everybody here at Rotowire, have a great day of Daily Fantasy.